0: Thank you for joining me on this journey, and now, let's create a life we love. All right, guys, we are back here. This is the 7 Transformations Podcast. I'm here with one of my awesome new friends, and I say new because this is a totally impromptu interview, and I'm really super excited. Uh, His name is Scotty. What's up, Scotty?
1: What's up, Twitter? Thank you for having me on and squeezing me in in this last spontaneous (laughs) uh, uh, decision here.
0: Yeah, and spontaneous because you are leaving the country, what, in like five days or something like that? We are,
1: yes. As my girlfriend and I are flying out from L.A. to India in about five days. And why are you doing that? Let's give them a taste and sneak peek of your awesome adventure that is starting uh, well, this is the beginning of our grand adventure. It's a nine-month uh, travel abroad adventure where we are starting off in India. And the intention of us going to India is because we're doing a four, uh, four-week yoga teacher training at the base of the Himalayan Mountains in a town called Rashikish. And it's where yoga originated. And this is where we're wow. starting our adventure. And you're
0: starting your adventure
1: there. That is where we start. We fly into New Delhi on April 2nd, take a few days, go to uh, Taj Mahal on April 4th for my girlfriend's birthday, and then we'll head up north to Rishikesh to start Yoga's teacher training on April 10th.
0: Wow, that's amazing. How long is all of this going to last you?
1: Uh, that will take about four to six weeks in India. Wow. I love Indian food,
0: so I'm extremely jealous of your trip. I've always wanted to go to India. I actually have a lot of uh, Indian students and clients that I've worked with. For some reason, I always seem to be the Bollywood expert when people come to Mm. learn how to create uh, fun choreographies and shows. So Indian culture to me has been very interesting, especially they're the root of a lot of ancient wisdom, Mm -hmm. you know, with yoga and Mm -hmm. and things like that. So, well, what is this an extension of something... uh, in your life you know you're creating this american wonder love you know we were talking about it off the air a little bit do you want to tell them about what that is
1: yeah american wonder love uh, is our vehicle for living a life we love by our own design and total freedom to do what we desire and american wonder love this is a adventure travel company where my girlfriend and i kind of created this business being inspired about a year and a half ago. In 2016, my uh, Leslie and I, we backpacked through Southeast Asia for six months. And throughout the travels, we had bought a motorbike in Vietnam, named it American Wonderlove, rode the motorbike across <laughs> the entire country of Vietnam for two months, all on this bike that we called American Wonderlove. Wow. And that's what from there, we asked the question, we got really curious and like, how can we make this a life? How can we, you know, live in our passions doing what we love? Yeah. And turn those passions into profit and contribute this, what we're out to do and share our message with the world. And from there, we spent all, we came back in early January 2019 or 2000. 16, I'm sorry. Yeah, early 2016. Um. No wait. To this year's 2017. I'm sorry. Yeah. Early I lose track of the years too. I don't. Yeah. 2016. <laughs> it's all the same. It's all. Once you start living a life you love, it becomes all relevant. Yeah. All the same. Um. But we got back in January 2017, and all last year we spent playing with these ideas, trying to um, launch American Wonder Love, doing blogging, doing blogging, trying to reach out to other, collaborate with other entrepreneurs. And we got really focused, hired business mentors and got really focused and clear on our vision. And that vision Mm. has actually manifested within about six months into what we are currently doing. It's about to launch into an international travel company. That's amazing. And the fact that you did it in such a short period of time,
0: you know, that what was one of the things that you would say that really was a key factor in that? Because A lot of times, you know, when you have these kinds of projects, especially these visionary projects where you are giving a chance to the people around you to experience your internal world and what are the things that you're passionate about, sometimes those things take a really long time. And to go from having that awesome experience together and sharing it with the rest of the world in a very significant way in such a short period of time, what was one of the key factors in helping you accelerate that process
1: what a great question because prior to the biggest thing the key factor was asking for help Mm -hmm. and allowing that and investing into myself um once i let go of the amount that you know to invest in myself that i didn't think i needed help or what i could do on my own um, I really had to adjust my money mindset and invest into myself. And once I invested in myself by hiring business mentors, mentors who could kind of create this clarity and, and action plan into manifesting a vision, somebody who had walked the path before. Yeah, some, exactly. Not mm-hmm. just anyone, but someone in a similar position of living a life that you desire. Mm-hmm. And that's what our mentors had that, that we, uh, um, hired and helped to guide us and coach us to to create this vision they they were an example of what is possible hmm. and we really believe that and through that belief we were able to take action and inspire an action and able to and an intentional alignment and that's hmm. what um, has manifested much quicker than we, we had expected
0: you know i i'm finding more and more the value of having that certainty, in a sense, of what you believe and what your values are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, who you are in the world, the clearer that picture is to you, it seems like everything else just figures itself out. A lot of times we lose a lot of energy on the details, you know, the how, the what, the where, but really the why and the who I am, those things are the most important. And the Mm -hmm. clearer we can become about those pictures, everything else seems to just fall in place. So it's it's cool to hear that. Well, as a, you know, you do a lot of other coaching and personal development work. Did you, as a kid, you know, or growing up, is this what you wanted to do? Did you love traveling as a kid? Like, did you ever see any any of the things that you're doing now in your childhood? Was that something that you (laughs) wanted to do?
1: What a wild question. I went as as a child. And as a child, I, you know, was a typical child who plays sports, very masculine and athletic. Um, and that's how I expressed myself was through athletic abilities, playing sports, motocross, baseball, football. So I was never asked the question as a, ch- as a child: "What did I want to do when I grow up?" Mm-hmm. I was never asked that question. I wasn't encouraged to dream. I didn't have a positive influence. So for me, I'm, you know, as a kid, I didn't have a vision. I didn't mm-hmm. have a dream. Um. So so that was up to me to create and because i never had that i I had to become the creator of my life around the age 19 21 after a lot of bad decisions and that's when i started creating my life and now Mm -hmm. i still like my internal world is a kid i'm expressing myself through living in my passions and to to live a life of my dreams Mm -hmm. so now is like what i am i kind of like a I let my childlike behavior influence me and live in my to live in my passions.
0: Yeah. Got it. Playing. You said something earlier like playing to your passions or something. I really like that phrase. That was really cool.
1: Yes. That's what we always call like in our program in our adventure into you coaching program. We get into people's world, their internal world and see where discover a journey of Mm self-discovery to uncover their desires their passions, their dreams, their visions, because they're within us. Yeah. But as a, for me, like as a child, they were very suppressed. Hmm.
0: You know, it's, I, I've interviewed so many people, you know, the, the idea of vision comes up and it seems that so many people have that common thread where we, we have some sort of things that maybe we were curious about as kids and it never got developed or, maybe as kids this overarching structure was imposed on us by expectations of what we should become and what it all boils down to is really vision and how dramatic life and fulfillment can change when that vision starts to become clear about what is the future that's meaningful to you Mm -hmm. you know that draws you forward well you know in your in your life that you're living now what have your relationships been like with the people closest to you obviously when you're creating a life that you love and doing these projects going on a win you know going on a risk and all these things it it draws attention in both ways you know whether it's positive or negative has what has been the most supportive who's been the most supportive in your life and has there been any naysayers in what you're doing and how did you deal with that
1: yeah and relationships is so important relationships is you know, part of your environment. And I believe our environment kind of conditions us to a certain extent where we allow it. So our relationships, you know, my life was a lot different prior. I'm 28 years old. So prior, you know, when I was 21 and up until I was 21, my relationships, I was hanging out with the wrong crowd, the wrong environment, really influenced by drinking, alcoholic behavior and substance abuse. So, and that's how I grew up. That's what I modeled. And, mm. and that's the type of people I attracted into my life because they were in my environment. And I didn't have the awareness to know any better. So once I had developed the awareness and realized, wow, this is not me anymore. I'm not a criminal. I am. That's not who I am. I am not part of life. There's a lot more to drinking than the temporary satisfaction of going out on the weekends and hanging out with friends and doing small talk and enjoying the night and then um, doing the same thing every weekend. Mm-hmm. So within the last few years, my relationships have really trans completely transformed. Mm-hmm. As I have transformed myself and working from within to transform my internal world, I've attracted a lot healthy relationships of inspiring people and influencers because I put myself in those type of environments hmm. and by doing that, by being open and allowing and accepting support from these people who are genuine and authentic, that just creates more empowerment within me to go after these dreams. It's much easier to take risks and go after dreams you have a community and environment of relationships yeah, and support. Very true. And for the people who do say no, sometimes it is family and sometimes people will say no, but When and my girlfriend deals with this a lot. Leslie, you know, being a female, she deals with a lot of different things versus me as a man, a masculine energy. Yeah, different expectations. Totally different expectations, Mm -hmm. and especially how she should live, what's safe for her. Yeah. And I see that, and sometimes it is family who won't agree, and some that's out of their fear and their belief and their standard of living and how they live their life. And some people, some of us, you know, don't. Some of those people don't agree with how others should live or how others live. They think some people think that we or they live in their own world and that's how everybody should live around them. Mm. And if there are those naysayers, that's going to be there along the way. Just focus the attention, the energy on the people who do support you. Yeah. I think that's
0: so critical. It's it's pretty impossible to maintain a vision if you are surrounded by a toxic environment absolutely you know so i think that is absolutely critical well with the work that you've done you've got a lot of really interesting projects in your life right now uh, with the coaching with american wonder love you know in the process of creating these things especially now they are at a level where they are successful they are moving they've got momentum in the process of creating these things all of us have a little bit of luck you know in the sense that there's that one big break that one person that you meet or, you know, that whatever something happens where you can look back on that moment and say, you know, that was a significant moment that really altered the path that I was on. Can mm. you share one of those moments that's relate related to the life that you're living right now? Mm.
1: A big break. I would say could be even you know, you know we could even put it this
0: way like big break maybe has a positive connotation maybe there was something that happened that was in quote unquote negative but actually very influential in yeah. the direction of your path
1: okay let's go with that the big break in the direction i am on the path that i've created um, is a lot different the big break was in my i had a second DUI in 2000 and 11 2012 when I was mm. 21 22 years old out of my second T- DUI and I was in school so, slowly beginning changes in my life but this DUI um, it really escalated me into a different direction by realizing what I was up against and it once again it was my behavior and my choice, my responsibility to put myself in that position where I got a DUI mm. that really shifted things within me to, okay, I cannot do this anymore. This is not who I am. And I developed a vision to go to ASU and um, go to university to get myself out of, I'm from Tucson, Arizona, mm. um, get myself out of that environment via school. I was a high school dropout. No one's in my family has ever graduated Um, or went to school, university, or college. So for me to make the decision and have that vision, that really pulled me in a totally new direction. So if it was not for that second DUI um, and other stuff, but that second DUI really triggered things into shifting me into creating Mm -hmm. a vision, like a five-year vision. I created a five-year vision. um, And I started with getting myself out of Tucson, going to Phoenix, going to Arizona State University, where I successfully, you know, that vision pulled me through to where I graduated and, you know, going from a high school dropout never Everham, graduated college or high school. I know one in my family ever graduated college. I was able to allow that vision to pull me through, inspire me. And I graduated, you know, at the top nine or top 15% of my class. Nice. Congratulations. Um, what did you, what did you study in college? I studied exercise science. Oh, nice. Very okay. related to the body and, yeah. you know, our behavior. Cause that's, What really, I'm I'm all about health and maintaining health and all dimensions of health. So that vision really pulled me through. The breaking point was that second DUI. And that vision, just going through school, doing that for myself, putting myself through college, just showed me what is possible for myself when you um, go after your dream with certainty Hmm. and um, just nonstop discipline, determination, Mm -hmm. You have that
0: one reason that pulls you forward through the slings and arrows of life.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Come from all different directions sometimes.
0: Uh, Yeah. And it's, I, I, it's so funny. I mean, it's, I love this whole process that I'm doing with all these interviews because I see so many parallels and I'm really happy to see that because the people listening can hear these echoes and find themselves in, in these experiences. You know, the, the, the need for a vision, for a driving purpose that, that pulls you through the inevitable failures, the inevitable circumstances that exist is so important because otherwise then you just become another cog in the machine mm-hmm. and, and toiling around like a rock at the bottom of a river, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. it's it's so important to have that. Well, mm-hmm. with with living your life through these, you know, other than than these challenges, what are some sacrifices that you've had to deal with or maybe that you deal with right now in in creating this life this business this new adventure that you're going on what are some sacrifices that you've had to
1: accommodate Hmm. you know i don't as far as sacrifices i feel like especially within the last two three years i don't feel like i've had to make sacrifices Because when I choose to do things, I check in alignment if it's her the best interest of where Mm. I'm at, you know, so when things opportunities open up or concerns or whatever, I, I check in with myself and is this in alignment with me? So you don't really feel like you're giving anything up because you, you've chosen that yes. particular path. That's interesting. Yes, at yeah. least my new path. I mean, if we're talking about the past yeah, sure. prior. I mean, there's lots of sacrifices. Right. But given this new awareness of checking but before committing to anything or mm. choosing anything, is it in alignment with where I'm at? Hmm.
0: That's I'm, a really good... I, I like that, actually. You're the first person that's ever answered that question that way. Oh, wow. I, I really like that perspective that if you really choose what you're doing there you know sacrifice obviously there's sacrifices to time if you want to do something it's going to cost you time mm-hmm. but there's a cost you know and I guess the, the context with sacrifice is that we're giving something up that we mm-hmm. wanted to have but in reality if you've chosen mm-hmm. what you're doing then you want that fully and there is nothing that you're giving up that you wish you had in a sense you know So right. there's no sacrifice in that yeah. sense so I like that yeah, and I you put it together really well that's yeah. really cool well, what's a challenging memory maybe recently that that really threw you for a loop? And how did you get back to love? How did you get back to motivation? Uh, maybe what did you learn from it? Mm-hmm. Something very recent.
1: Oh, well, wow. challenging memory. So this happened last Friday morning, um, about a week ago. We'll say one week ago from today. I, I walk, wake up, go out to my vehicle, you know, getting ready to go to work. And when I go out to my vehicle, uh, my door was slightly opened. To your it was car, right in my driveway. Yeah, the vehicle oh. it was right in my driveway. I live in a gated community, a nice neighborhood, and and my I walk out to my vehicle, to my car, and my door is slightly open, and I see my center console, and it's open, and I notice my I had left my wallet in my vehicle. Oh my God. wallet, and my I had a gun, and. They were both missing from my center console. Oh my goodness! What? And and this was right in my driveway of my house. So that brought up a lot because it's never happened to me to me before. Someone mm. burglarized my vehicle. Um, and that was very challenging me because I leave the country in like in five days. So <laughs> oh that was God. just under two weeks ago or last week, one week ago, my wallet was stolen, burglarized from my vehicle. Wow! About. Two weeks prior to my travel, so that brought up a lot. That was challenging, but I I saw the lesson within that because the less the reality is, like you know, six months ago I moved into this neighborhood. It's gated. It's nice. I lived in you know central Phoenix and South Phoenix since two thousand fourteen. Nothing's ever happened. But I, I took the necessary. You know, protocols to avoid that. Now, given this neighborhood, I got kind of relaxed. Like I was like, okay, this is nice neighborhood. So isn't I isn't that I, ironic? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and that's I would occasionally leave my truck unlocked because mm-hmm. you know right in my driveway. But this time, I left my truck unlocked. Not only did I leave my truck unlocked, but I left my wallet in my vehicle. Oh man! And they the people also took all the change they took all the change out of my cup holder Jeez. as well so <laughs> they got away that was with some a greedy lot. burglars man they were greedy and they're like yes they he left his op- his door open this is it and that just right. brought up lessons for me right before traveling like okay i'm about to leave the country be more mindful yeah. and don't trust as yeah i yeah, trust and be open but just be more aware yeah, no matter the, the environment, and the
0: impact would be even. Let's say you hadn't had that happen to you in the long run, and something would happen to you overseas, the right. impact would be much greater. You don't have your support system, you don't have your right. your stuff here. You're not you don't have access to the grid, whatever you know. it's right. So, in in a way, you can you can reframe it and say, "Gosh, you know, like thank goodness mm-hmm. I did learn something before I left on this huge trip."
1: Yes, and that's the ch- that's the perception I choose to uh, see in that and a lesson to be learned. Yeah.
0: No, it's it's so it's so funny, man. I I recently went to Vegas for a competition, uh, for a dance competition with my partner, and her parents live there. And uh, I mean, her her dad drives this pretty, you know, crummy like Honda car. You know, just a simple car, and it had gotten stolen the night we oh, we no. like literally we came there, and and these are like you know, there's nice people like this is the same thing gated community like there's no way i don't know i don't know how it could have happened right. and why it would happen it's it's not like any so they obviously got stolen for parts and they just found it like a week or two ago uh you know from from somebody obviously you know it was unsalvageable but it's just oh, man. it's like man i can't imagine that happening to me Right. <laughs> getting your car stolen is just such no. a huge impact on your life so i can Absolutely. i can relate to that well um what currently you know with with mm-hmm. the endeavors that you're doing mm-hmm. what is your biggest recurring obstacle something that keeps coming up and how do you accommodate for it how do you mm-hmm. recover from it what are some strategies
1: that you employ yeah the biggest among throughout this journey throughout this this, this journey to to live a life of our dreams essentially is the the thing that comes back to me the most personally is myself. Hmm. Not anybody else but myself, my own um shadow, you know, my own shadow work. You know, self-doubt, um, lack of belief. Um, that does come up and it's important. Like doubt that. in
0: your in in doubt, I guess my curiosity here mm-hmm. is is it doubt in the sense of confidence in your abilities? Is it doubt in terms of you know the vision in the future, and where is it going? What kind of
1: doubt hmm. comes up yeah. for you? That's a great question. Is um, the so at times doubt in my ability, but more importantly, the un, the, the uncertainty. There's no mm. guarantee. Yeah. I'd say that is it. There's no guarantee. Yeah, and there is no. it's illusion. There's no, the of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. So then I experience doubt Mm -hmm. when I, that comes up for me. And it's really, since it is nothing certain, nothing guaranteed, it's going in, into something where, where you're not promised a certain page, like you're not promised, you know, the, the, these, these backup plans. Um, but that's where I ask myself again. I check in. How do I recover? A comment for mm. that is I check in with myself. I'm like, okay, is this worth? Is this what my heart desires? Mm. Is this what truly makes me happy? And more, do I feel good going for it? Mm. And that's then I focus on that. Reaffirm the vision pretty much. Absolutely. Reaffirm mm. that vision because that vision is what pulls everybody, I, I believe, what pulls people to what they're out to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So a vision pulls me through those obstacles that do come up and, and, and they won't go away. I'll just, I'm learning is I just become better at recovering Mm. every time. Yeah. I think that's what it's all about. Even in the, the stuff that I'm writing about in
0: my book is, is that same idea. It's that these, these seven transformations, they're Uh, just obstacles. They're just recurring predictable obstacles, and it's not something I've invented. They've been around forever in different forms, but it's just these different obstacles, whether that's doubt, whether it's, you know, letting go of control, whether it's, you know, whatever it is, confidence, Mm -hmm. you know, these types of things are things that we are constantly battling with, and in the process of creation and being at your maximal performance, maximal creative output in life Mm. and enjoying your life it's really a a work of continual transformation continual work and like Mm. you said it's just being able to get back on the saddle Mm -hmm. it's not really getting rid of the obstacle but rather improving your ability Mm. to to deal with it and i guess in some sense take on you know harder obstacles i remember we took (laughs) uh you know scotty and i took these uh, seminars through landmark which is a a very good you know company if you're ever interested in personal development but i remember one of my you know retreats the leader said i i wish i wish you all you know bigger problems in life Mm. or something like that you know we're like what what are you talking about Mm. and then we we got it towards the end that it's like if you have big problems in your life then that's when really your life starts to have some meaning you know Mm. and what i mean by that is you know like if your problem is that your friends didn't like your facebook status that you just posted and your problem is versus, let's say, a problem where, gosh, you know, I'm, you know, raising some, you know, money for Haiti or Indonesia or sending twenty people to a yoga retreat in India, and they're going to get their personal growth. How am I going to get their tickets? That's a. Those are two very different problems, you know, and <laughs> right. you know. So the bigger your problems are, the the more interesting and and you know, loving your life is. So. Anyway, that was an interesting uh, <laughs> yeah. tangent.
1: No, that's so great. And you and you made a good point. The bigger the problems, the bigger your dreams so are. So don't be afraid of <laughs> don't problems. Don't be afraid.
0: Don't be afraid of problems. Well, what are some, you know, continuing on that vein, what are some useful mm-hmm. strategies for keeping the momentum going that you use on, on a daily basis? What are some, you know, whether it's work-life balance tips, mm-hmm. you know, taking time for yourself, you know, you said you're really into health. Mm-hmm. What are some ongoing principles or strategies that you employ uh, that you find very useful.
1: It's important to keep that balance and, and keep the harmony of your life by incorporating like what's really important. Why I see people do is they get so caught up in the work, the hustle that they lose the joy. Hmm. And when you lose the joy, you lose that high vibration, that high frequency you're, you're vibrating at that could potentially attract what you're doing with much less with much more ease Mm -hmm. so for me what i do and what leslie and i are so often coach people on especially through our adventure into you coaching program is play in your passions don't forget to play in your passions to fulfill make sure you stay fulfilled to fill your cup and you know playing your passions and, and and more importantly sitting being still and connecting mm-hmm. with yourself you know taking quiet time through meditation. i personally a I, uh, believer of meditation yeah um, absolutely you know sitting in meditation especially for people like myself who just are um just have a lot more energy and, and are anxious at times because of that is meditation just helps me stay grounded and balanced and i get um it helps me get into an inspired state helps mm-hmm. me get my um, into the higher vibrational energy, where a lot of ideas and creative thinking and imagination opens up. Mm. So, in the midst of all the work and all the output, it's important for stillness, quiet, and and playing in your passions, where you are just more fulfilled, and and things will co- start coming to you with much less with was much more ease as you take inspired and consistent action i totally
0: agree with that 100 percent. especially the taking the time for yourself i think that that is a necessary component absolutely necessary because it kind of it stops the momentum that you're going at you Mm. know life puts you in a momentum from whatever all your commitments from your choices they have an associated momentum an aftershock effect to your life and actions afterward. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. There's the whole point to that. But also that momentum can sometimes steer you in the wrong direction or, Mm -hmm. or stress you out or burn you out. So taking that quiet time to reassess, to listen, to just be neutral, uh, is such a critical part to constantly reassessing the journey, reassessing Mm -hmm. the vision, uh, it's absolutely critical. So mm. I, I think my favorite way to do that is going to the jacuzzi and no. just having a maybe yeah. a little whiskey, some cigars, whatever it is, or just nothing at all and enjoying the night sky. What about you? What, what's your favorite way of doing quad time? Is it meditation? Was there anything yeah. anywhere you like to meditate? Maybe out in nature, or do you just do it at home?
1: Yeah, meditation. Um, in the morning, I'm big on the, in the mornings. For me, I just have a history and patterns, old patterns and behaviors developed, you know, for my model and what I took on is just waking up and rushing, and mm-hmm. being in that rushing state, and I automatically, you know, put then anxiety comes from that stress yeah. for me. So it's important for me, you know, every day I'm very consistent with it. Um, since early, you know, mid 2017, I developed a habit where I meditate every morning, for at least five six days a week for at least 10 minutes, 10 nice. to 15 minutes, just to start my day off. Yeah. And throughout my day, what I've picked up recently, um, within the last two months is taking two to three minutes in between transitions. Mm, yeah. Just absolutely. to sit still, just to reset. Like That's in the very morning, if I'm point. doing a meal prep, I'll take two to three minutes to reset before I go to work. And when I get off work, you know, that was being a personal trainer after a five, six hour shift. Um, then I sit for another two to three minutes before I transition into my night projects. So, yeah, we'll be creating videos. And then, before for me, when I go to bed, I, uh, that's when I do my longer meditation 15 to 30 minutes of like a recovery, healing mm. type meditation, different like cleansing meditation. Yeah, kind of so process the day. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, kind of process the day. And I love, I don't know if you have ever heard of it, but a uh, true rest float. I love True Rest. Oh, yeah. man. Oh,
0: I love True yeah. Rest. Yeah, they're awesome. That is. Some people get high. really freaked out by it. I and mean, the first time I did it, I was a little freaked out. But yeah. if you haven't done it, it's, uh, I don't know, are they only in Arizona? Are they around the country?
1: That's a good question. I don't know,
0: but it, I'm sure there's other things like yeah. it. It's basically a salination tank where, you know, the, the water has like extreme amounts of Epsom salt. So you basically mm. float and then you get covered in this little pod so it's, it's sensory deprivation you know so you're floating you don't feel anything obviously because you're not touching anything and it's completely black so and you can have music if you want to but it's fascinating man after like 10-15 minutes your mind just goes on a trip it's
1: it is really cool i love it yeah i do too
0: they give you a free one on your birthday too
1: yeah they give you a free one and and they have a lot of great deals there we i do it at least uh once a week yeah. Like a weekly routine. It's and
0: you exactly feel really like refreshed it. afterwards too. You know, the, the Epsom mm-hmm. salt really helps with your electrolytes and muscle uh, rejuvenation and Absolutely. everything. Do you, mm-hmm. when you meditate, do you, um, do you, you know, there's a lot of different ways to meditate. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you vocalize it? Do you, are you just quiet? Are you visualizing? What's your flavor of mm-hmm. meditation?
1: Uh, it really depends on my mood. Like lately as things have been coming up, especially transitioning with, you know, uh, Leaving work two uh, two weeks ago, packing, getting ready, everything, getting everything ready for this trip for a grand adventure. Um, a lot of things have been coming up, so what I've been doing is just more silence because mm. there's been a lot of noise. Oh, I see, and so I love using the app Insight Timer. Huh. my friend Payam had uh, suggested the app Insight Timer, and I'm I love it. Hmm. What's it do? It's, there's a lot of different categories. It's like a community, a social community, um, for meditation and visualization. And there's some like, po- I believe there's podcasts on there too. Okay. Cool. But it's really great. A lot of different types of meditation based on different types of recovery and healing um creativity stress anxiety whatever you're feeling there's something related for that and i'm really getting into this like chanting and mantra stuff oh yeah that's really powerful uh, the sound. i feel it within my body when i'm listening to it so yeah i can't wait to be in india and actually learning these that's skills. so cool man that's I, really cool yeah i just know for me especially with my my history it's just gonna break up a lot of things and mm-hmm. move energy around and i'm gonna learn um I don't know what I'm going to learn, but it's going to be transformational. So absolutely. This, this app Insight Timer really opened up. Like it's great for beginners. People don't who don't have the ability just to sit still. Um, Insight Timer is great for beginners. There's five minute versions. There's three. You pick a time, you pick a mood, um, and then you go through the so meditation. So it kind of gives
0: you a little structure to basically get into something. Yeah. A lot of times absolutely. I think people, meditation occurs to them like this thing where it's like how do i do it but this allows you to actually give structure to it yes yes and
1: that's what exactly i good structure
0: that's cool well what other areas of your life are you you know you've got a lot going on is there mm. anything else that you're excited about obviously this trip is number one right now you're leaving in a couple days yeah uh, or any other aspects to the trip or yeah. un- pretty much any other areas that you're creating that you're excited about
1: no yeah there's trip it's, it's going to be an experience through the Grand Adventure. But what we're what I'm really excited about is that we are, have, are, are doing international adventure retreats while traveling the world. We're having our first international adventure retreat where we are the guide around Bali, Indonesia. Um, and this is happening uh, July 4th, th- July 4th week. And this retreat is full. So because of the demand, we opened up a second location, second retreat. In, in september over labor day september uh second through september 8th and it's a seven day trip six nights we'll go volcano trekking we'll do oh, morning wow. that's awesome morning uh, yeah and watch the sunrise from the top of volcano wow we'll have a couple beach days where you'll have opportunity to surf uh snorkel there's temple ex- exploration at wold renown tempo temples and most of all, we're going to be teaching every morning. We're going to be teaching our skills that we learn in India. Oh, and, nice. Uh, and okay. Yeah. So, so this teaching. is a prep.
0: This trip is coming up as a prep trip to really help to facilitate some of those experiences yes. coming up. That's
1: awesome. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yes. This is a, a really big, big launch for us. And we're just really excited for the people coming out and, and to share our skills yeah. and to share our knowledge and our wisdom of what we learned. Be, um, so that's what we're really stoked for. Yeah. How many people are going to join you on those experiences in July and,
0: I guess, September too yeah. that's coming up?
1: Uh, we want to keep it more small and intimate. So a group is going to be 10 to 12, including mm-hmm. us, um uh and, and is I. that
0: like a training kind of situation, where, like where they're going there to get some sort of training, or is it more experiential, like they're getting a... An experience, but it's not like a certification or anything. Right.
1: It's an experience. And what it's we an call it, okay, yeah, we, cool. could, we we call it experiential learning in nature. Yeah. You know. That's the way that we
0: used to learn back in the ancient hmm. days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We want a lot affected. of methods for sure.
1: Um well what's
0: the oh sorry, cut cut you go off. Go ahead.
1: And and what we're also excited I didn't get to mention is that we are uh, traveling into Nepal and and we're doing a silent meditation retreat for oh, ten wow. to fourteen days. And I don't know what I'm going to discover through that or what we'll discover, but that's going to be a journey, a self-discovery where we'll have a lot of wisdom to share as well within our our seminar. This Nepal trip is part of the current Indian trip that you're going to, or is this another thing in the
0: future before you're going to the one in Bali? Uh,
1: This is a part of the India trip. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So right before we get to Bali, we'll be coming from Nepal after traveling to Nepal for about four weeks.
0: That's cool, man. I actually have know a couple people that have done those silent retreats, the 10 to yeah. 14 days. Um, somewhere around here, actually, in Arizona. I don't okay. remember what it was, like a center, but uh, really interesting. I've never done it personally, mm. but I've heard some really interesting stuff. Just being in silence for that long, um, it's really cool. You know, you start to discover a lot of those inner voices that mm. come out, and it's really interesting, so... Looking forward to hearing what yeah. uh, what lessons you yeah. discover there. Well, what are you? What are the biggest thing you're grateful for right now? We're kind of coming up on the end of the okay. interview, but what's the biggest thing you're grateful for right now? There's a lot of awesome things happening mm-hmm. in your life.
1: Yeah, right now, exp- uh, the word that comes to me is community. Mm-hmm. Um, last night or yesterday, we had a going away party mm-hmm. for our trip, and and I'm just so grateful for for the community that that we've we've uh, connected with, with, within the past year, year and a half. Um, this, a community of people are so grateful to be healthy where I'm at today, just a healthy mindset, a vision, just being a healthy person who just invests and works on myself and, and connection shares that with people and mm-hmm. allows that and accepts the love from what people can offer. And so I'm just really grateful for that because as we leave, that's one of the biggest things. A little heartbreaks is just leaving the people. Mm. So just really grateful for community, yeah. And people they enrich our lives, our relationships. Yes. is such a critical part. Yes, and just uh, I, I call it soul family. You know, yeah, it's soul family. You have
0: your physical family, but yes. you then you have the the family that you create too. Yeah, yeah, who you choose to surround yourself with. Well, any final words of wisdom on creating a life that you love and living your passions, playing with your passions, Uh, any final
1: words of wisdom that you want to share? Just do what, you know, keep it simple. Do what feels good to you. Hmm. Like make decisions that feels good to you that serve you to be your highest self. You know, make decisions, make choices that give you a sense of good feeling. Go out, do what feels good to you. That, serves you to be your highest highest self that's what i would have to say yeah absolutely yeah. and um i just thank you for having me on here i know yeah like thank you last, man this day hey, this is awesome this i love these a, spontaneous yes, things and it's a just as a for sure a coincidence of what this happened and how it happened and how it went about so thank you so much for having me on and um just for everyone who is listening and tuned into this conversation uh, be sure to check out our uh, my website americanwonderlove.com where you can find all the information for upcoming international retreats we'll have by the by mid this year we'll have our 2019 schedule out for international retreats local retreats throughout Arizona um, and through that website you could also find information on our adventure into you coaching program um, it's a transformational program for your mindset to open up possibilities and have opportunities come into your life that will have, a, have you living a life of freedom, um, playing in your passions, and doing what you love. Awesome. So thank cool. you for Cool. Thank you on. so
0: much, Scotty. Hey, it's been a pleasure, my friend. Yes, thank Looking you. Looking forward to actually uh, maybe when you get back finding some time to share some of those experiences again. I would love to hear from you. That's such a rare thing to be able to connect to those ancient traditions Mm. like that so that's i'm pretty excited for you
1: that's awesome we'll come back and share we'll get together awesome create this to the community
0: well there you go make a new friend you never know what's going to happen so thank you guys so much for listening if you like this show share it with your friends i am so happy to share these kind of moments with you and contribute to your life i hope that they've added some value and they've opened up something for you that's my goal with every episode is that at least one new thing has opened up for you so thank you so much for listening we also have a uh, patreon account you can check the website if you like the show it's possible to support it now so let us know uh, how we're doing through that as well so anyway have a great rest of your day night evening whatever happens to be for you and we'll uh, see you later thanks scott
1: yeah thanks thanks everybody
0: you're listening to the seven transformations podcast with your host tutor alexander For weekly articles on creating a life you love, stay connected at theseventransformations.com.